1025 It's time to talk football It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As another big weekend of Scottish football edges closer Motherwell got a much needed win against St Mirren last night With Jack Ross, Ian Holloway and Grant McCann appearing as front runners for the job Michael Beale says Rangers have too many players as he concedes their league winning chances are low And Glasgow's big two are now as good as each other According to David Martindale I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson How often do we see a Manager loses her job Someone else comes in an interim And gets a team playing well And a result It's exactly what happened last night At Fir Park But the answer Or the question should I say is Can Motherwell continue that That win last night Pulls St Johnson into the reckoning Only four points ahead And all of a sudden It looks a wee bit different And will Motherwell fans be optimistic And for the other side as well an action-packed weekend ahead Celtic Aberdeen Rangers away to Livy Always a hard place to go And the rest in between Looking forward to another weekend Yeah, as Mark quite rightly said Terrific result for Motherwell last night um, Under caretaker Stuart Kettlewell um, Obviously puts his name forward for a job We heard his interview the other night there Doesn't do him any harm a terrific weekend football ahead, Gordon. Looking forward to tonight. Come on, then. 0141 951 1025. That is the number you need. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to spend their Thursday night speaking to Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale? That's the question. And of course, there's a lot of football out there as well uh, to tempt you to pick up that phone. If we are talking last night, come on down, you Motherwell fans. Just how big a win was that? What was the sense of relief like? At full time and, and was it different Was it much better Was it improved What was the difference Why was that not there Under Stevie Hamill St Mirren fans Are you starting to get A bit annoyed Three defeats on the spin uh, After a good run of form Prior to that And then of course In terms of this job Motherwell fans Very interesting names uh, Coming to light On the short list today Jack Ross Ian Holloway One of English football's Great characters From recent seasons uh, And Grant McCann Apparently I guess Stuart Kettlewell's name would have to be mentioned as well after that victory last night. So what are you thinking? 0141 951 1025. Uh, in terms of Glasgow's big two, well, Rangers fans, it was media day for uh, Michael Beale today. He said he's got too many players. So I wonder what you make of that. Who would you imagine is nearing the end of their time at the club? If Michael Beale is looking to trim numbers, who would be the ones he would trim? What do you think? Who would be the ones that you think... Uh, are probably coming to the end of their time uh, with Rangers. He also spoke about, uh, you know, a, a, an admission, if you like, that the chances of winning the league are low. Maybe that doesn't surprise anyone. Maybe many people thought that already. Um, but sometimes interesting just to hear Michael Beale say it uh, in in the clear and open fashion uh, that he did. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, you too good You looking forward to, to tonight You alright I a, am a, a I am always looking forward for you. Always looking forward When I spend my Thursday evenings With mm. you too And especially My good pal Gordon here He's You he's look a, a bit down If you, if you <laughs> don't mind me saying He said a tiring week We a can bit, perk you up Between a, now and 8 o'clock uh, I was playing golf today A bit hilly But uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed it uh, No I'm, I'm mm. up for it I'm Producer really Callum Has just buzzed To see you look pale He does look pale. a bit pale mm-hmm. I thought that no, not at all. I'm uh, full of sugar, enthusiastic. 
as usual, looking forward to the okay. night. Seven o'clock, beat the pundit, full time teaser. And um, oh yeah, great. Okay, you look worried. Yeah, 01419511025. Come on, where are you? It depends what your what's your what's your team? That'll change your priorities, obviously. Rangers fans were asking for you to get in touch because Michael Beale spoke, I think firstly last night on Rangers TV and to the wider media today about having too many players and trying to cut the squad down. So I wonder what you think that looks like. We always we get obsessed, don't we, with players coming in and signings. That's what we were all about in January. But what is the what does the squad reduction operation look like, Rangers fans? We're going to hear from Michael Beale. So what do you think on that? 01419511025. I'm absolutely certain we're going to look back on last night's game as well because it was a huge one. Motherwell desperate. The home form has been horrific and eventually get three points beating St Mirren and then a very interesting day on that managerial front as well. Jack Ross, very familiar, not been out of Scottish football for too long. Ian Holloway, Always been some interesting stories and sound bites about yeah. him. Would that tickle your fancy? And maybe Grant McCann, a bit more of a slightly unknown quantity, perhaps. 01419511025. Uh, let's start with those comments from um, from Michael Beale, shall we? Shall we? And, and hear what you make of it. Because he has been uh, talking today, doing his, his press ahead of the weekend's game. They, of course, go to Livingston. Uh, and he's outlining the size of squad they want heading into next season after revealing he thinks they've got too many players at the moment. Rangers fans, what do you think? Do you have too many? And what will the reduction look like? I think ideally, as a, as a rule of thumb, you'd want, if you had 10 outfield players, you'd want another 10 to two for each position. You'd want an extra striker and an extra goalie. So three goalies, seniors, maybe one young one and three number nine. So that gives you a, a, a rough guide. Um, We've obviously had one or two players that have, have had injury problems, so you're carrying a slightly larger number. The summer with the contract situation and just with the window opening, whether you're in contract or out, it gives me a chance to maybe get that to where I want it. Um, I think we've got quite an inflated squad, but obviously not everybody's been fit. And in the last few weeks, we've just been running with 18, to give you an example. The lovely thing with uh, us at the moment is with a third of the season to go, everything's to play for. So we're in a good place compared to where we were maybe a couple of months ago. Our squad looks stronger, our results are stronger. And uh, as you say, we, we, the, the trophies are there still to be won. So I think people's futures are there to be decided as well. People's futures to be decided. Whose future is to be decided, Rangers fans? Michael Beale describes the squad as inflated. So what do you think that... What does that mean? What, what will it look like going into next season? Who will be trimmed or who can still prove the manager uh, wrong by the end of the season let us know right now 01419511025 uh, he also admits the chances of winning the league this season are low he says they just need to keep winning and hope there's a momentum shift and I think if you looked at probability uh, the, prob the probability is low because the games are running out like you said and there's only so many games left I think we're in very, very good form. So Celtic are also, therefore, in very, very good form and their forms run longer than ours. So you'd say it's outstanding form. Um, what I would say is momentum can change things in football. And so all we have to do is keep doing our job and hope the momentum changes. If it doesn't, we still have to win games for Rangers and build our team stronger for the cup competitions and what's to come. We cannot put a foot off of it. That's why I was a little bit annoyed at the weekend's performance. What do you think of that, Mark? Is that just is that a statement of the obvious? Is that how everybody feels that the 
the league chances are, are low Or is there a school of thought out there That the Rangers manager could have been a bit more Glass half full and say No we can absolutely still win this We're full of belief that we can still win it No I think if you're realistic And even if you're a realistic Rangers supporter Then you would agree with the Rangers manager I get the diehard fans will never want to accept defeat um, But I don't think he is accepting defeat I think he's just been honest And I think you've got to say that about Beal since he's come in He's been upfront and honest about everything to probably the extent that we're not really used to hearing, you know, a manager so open about transfer talk and players he was chasing. Um, and this is just a, the next one, uh, you know, along the line for him, just saying, look, this is realistically where we're at, the position we're in. Not saying it's impossible, but, you know, people aren't stupid. People can see the league table. People can see the opposition. They can see what Celtic are like. Now, it'd be different if Celtic were stuttering along and scraping by teams. Then I think that would have been a different answer from Bale today. But I think he's spot on with his comments. Yeah, I'm liking uh, Bale. He's grown on me. Uh, I had my doubts when he came in at the beginning. I like the way he's going about his business. I liked his sportsmanship last week for not just himself, but for the young player Tillman and obviously the club. I like the way that Rangers fans have moaned constantly before he came in about the lack of information. He's been up front. He's been honest. He's putting it out there. Yes, some Rangers fans may think, no, that's a bit negative. You should be a lot more positive. I think he's been as honest as you possibly can. So, yeah, I'll give him full marks for that. What do you think Rangers fans Like, Is that just a shrug of the shoulders Is that just the way you feel Yeah that the chances of winning the league are low Or do you still have a higher uh, hope than that Let us know 01419511025 And that other comment he made Which I thought was interesting I'm sure you'll have thoughts on it uh, The squad's inflated He thinks the squad's too big uh, So if that's the case How does the reduction work Who do you think uh, is Nearing the end of their time at the club Or are there people you think can still turn it around Between now and the end of the season 01419511025 Isn't You know again talking about the, the sort of clarity Very Very open clear answer there About the squad being too big Gordon And things needing to change Yeah I'm not surprised with that because He didn't do a lot of business in the January window Gordon So he's looking to revamp that squad Come the summer, I think he looks at the league just now and right. Okay, I'll need a I'll need a real bit of luck or a collapse mm. from Celtic to go and win it. So I think he's already got in his mind for next season. I want to be early. I want to get my my transfer dealings done. I think he's been up front again with the Rangers supporters. There will be players leaving, obviously. Whether he you know, out of contract or he feels that they've no future because yep. he wants to leave space to bring in fresh faces. William's a Rangers fan. What do you think, William? Is that squad too big at the moment? What needs to change? Yeah, hello, Gordon, Gordon and Mark. Hello. Yeah, I think I think Michael Beale's got a point, right? Uh, I was looking at, you look at people at Hellander, right? I think he's collecting a lot of money and he's not contributing, right? He's not kicked a ball. Goalkeeping situation, there's definitely... They're definitely going to trim some goalkeepers, I think. Possibly two. Uh, midfield. Arfield maybe becoming. Stephen Davis is definitely going to be let go because he's had a bad injury and he's been a great seven, but I don't think. Maybe get a coaching role maybe there, up front. People that came my roof, I don't want to say it, but he may be another one. Um, Scott Wright. Your young players on loan, like Lowry and that, they might get shoved out on loan for some game time. 
Yeah, I would agree. You only have to go on the Rangers website and see the first team squad or recognise first team players as as teams like to do. 34 names on there now. A couple of them might be on loan, but you can see what Michael Beale's talking about when you look at some of those names now. You look at, you know, I, I agree with William, the goalkeeping situation, I think they're obviously going to be a change with McGregor, you know, probably hanging up his, his boots. But I think McLaughlin then might make way. I think there will be a change in that department. William's right about Helander. You don't see him playing an awful lot of football these days. Um, and the centre half cover there. You look at Matondo. You look at Sands, Davis, um, Arfield. I wonder even about Leon King. Would he go out alone? Is does he need more game time elsewhere? There is going to be a big shift. But I'm sure what Daz says. Daz is right when he says that Bill want to bring people in. He can't have thirty four in the squad and continue to add to it. You know, I'm pretty sure they want to work with a tight squad on the training ground. It just makes it on impossible. On top of that, Mark, um, you look at the Morelos Kent situation contract wise. Uh, I agree, there's not a lot I can disagree with the players that they're looking to maybe move on. Um, Ruth, I think, has got a bit of quality about him. Doesn't play enough games for me, unfortunately, for a lad. He's injured. I look at that account, Bill's calculations 2 tens, 20, 3 goalkeepers, 23, and an extra striker, 24. Uh, so there certainly will be players moving out for fresh. Yeah, did you say thirty four on the on the list Was of recognised first right, team players? Someone sent me. Peter sent me a sort of list the other night. You know, by position sort of thing. And there's there's certainly thirty here. And you're right. That that's it. Really, is all names that you would expect to see at some point mm. in a match day squad. You know, it's not. There's really no one. I mean, granted, like guys like Divine don't play a lot of football, but you would still. Yeah, I was sort counting of, those. Would, yeah, no, no, but no, that, he's bit. part of that thirty oh, as right, well. Okay. Um, so You know And certainly In in certain areas Gordon In, in that sort of m- Middle area Tillman mm. Hadji Lawrence Arfield Jack Kamara Raskin Lundstrom Sands mm-hmm. Again they all They'll play They'll feature from time to time Maybe James Sands A bit less often now Scott Arfield's been injured Tom Lawrence obviously injured But um, Would that be the sort of Area that you'd want You obviously want depth You want options We're always yeah. banging on about it With Celtic is there a, is it just is there a fine balance? Is there a delicate point where you suddenly go over and then it's too many? Or yeah, because because just listening to me there, I like the way he thinks the fact that right the ten outfield players I want two for each position, two bits of quality. So that's your twenty there. Your three goalkeepers is a gimme, and I like the fact that most teams now play with one up top. He wants three centre forwards in there, three strikers competing. That would give them that squad of 24. And where I think Mark's right, Bill to me is more of a coach. He's a hands-on. He likes to go on that training ground. He likes to organise. He likes to get things working. And any manager or coach will tell you, if you've got 30-odd players there, it becomes very difficult. If you've got that 20 21 The goalkeepers are way With the goalkeeping coach The quality of the Training sessions Are a lot better um, What do you think William There was also a comment There from Michael Beale Sort of admitting The chances of winning The league are, are low Is is that Is that fair Is that just the way You see it Is that obvious Or Would you prefer A more optimistic Half Glass half full approach Until it becomes More impossible Well I've come on the show Several times You know Gordon And I've said The league the league is a stretch. My best chances is in the Cups. So my first chances uh, next week when we play Celtic. Yeah, I think we need a we need an absolute collapse from Celtic. Wouldn't we to win the league? Um, still two games. 
we could get it. We could get it down to three, but Celtic are playing well at Parkhead. Rangers could beat them at Ibrox. Yeah, I think. I think it's. I think the gaps. Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a point I was always with me. See if see if, uh, see if Bill and Gerard didn't leave uh, last year, they they could have they could have won the league, right? And if Bill if Rangers pulled the plug when Rangers lost to Celtic and Ajax and brought Bill in, I don't think the points difference would have been as much as it is because obviously he's got his winning. I just like the guys think of that. Who, well, who who can tell that? I mean, he's de- like, the one thing you would say, Bill certainly changed the club from what they were. What we saw against St Mirren that day was a shadow of a team. Players looked like they weren't even trying, which is the worst thing you could ever label um, at, at players. And then Bill certainly brought something different. He's brought a a certain standard to the players. It looks like he's he's going to get them better. Um, and they're winning games That's the most important thing Winning games All the performances Might not be there For the fans at the minute And Beal he's, he's already said that But they're winning um, But look You have to look across the city Celtic are look Unstoppable at the minute So you have to take into consideration What Beal is up against In Ange Postecoglou's side I think he'll be really judged Next season It'd be nice for him If he could get a bit of silverware I don't see them um Pulling that gap back Absolutely no chance I think Celtic are too good Too too much of a Terrific squad The way they go about Their business Score goals um, So I think Celtic Won the league comfortably But I think Bill Because of He's brought in What was it Two in the transfer uh, Window in January He'll revamp that squad I think the Rangers fans Will look forward To next season To judge Michael Bill Next season With probably Most of his own players and in the way of a style of football. Thank you to William 01419511025. If you want to agree or disagree with what you're hearing, now would be the perfect time to call Rangers fans. Is the squad too big? As Michael Beale says, what does trimming that squad look like in terms of personnel? Who should go, uh, or who is is perhaps nearing the end of their time? If you want to change the topic completely, please do. I did say last night's game at Fir Park. What did we make of that? And that Motherwell shortlist 01419511025 It's the ideal time to call We'll get you on next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 Just before the break we heard from Michael Beale Talking about the league chances For Rangers being low Talking about the squad being inflated and Trying to trim it So we were asking What you made of that On 01419511025 We are of course On Twitter as well A very unforgiving uh, Ground For footballing opinion I'm sure you would agree So as lots of Lots of uh, sarcastic comments Referencing Sherlock Holmes uh, About Michael Beale's League assessment You know you know the one You know the statement No hmm. oh, Never mind Wasted on you two Like no <clears throat> Sherlock Oh, yeah, you know, right, again. No way, guys. What's ah, with me here? No way, Sherlock. No way, Sherlock. You're right. Exactly. Uh, Gaz RFC, uh, also on Twitter, there says, I think us Rangers fans know the league is gone this season. We need to try to win both cups oh. and set up a team for next season. So, um, yep, just playing the feet of stair for Gaz, huh? Well, I thought you agreed. I'm all a joke. Uh, anyway, you agree or disagree with what you're hearing, reading, whatever, you can tweet us at Clyde SSB and of course you can call us on the usual number because that's much more fun, 01419511025. Let's bring in Scott, who's a Motherwell fan. How much of a relief was that last night, Scott? It 
incredible, Gordon. Uh, I've been on the show last week uh, when things weren't gone great, even before the race came. Last night, uh, much, much improved. Uh, I, I made a point to the producer, Chris, there. Uh, Stevie Hamill's appointment at the start of the season, uh, with his involvement with the Youth Academy, if he's, uh, if his his development strategy towards the young players has, has continued into the senior squad, and a couple of the senior players are, are no too no too taking these ideas, then that could just infest right through the team. And with him departing on Saturday night, the, the injection of energy last night, almost every player, uh, Goss, Van Veen, I've never seen Van Veen running as much as he did last night. It's, it's simple things, Gordon, about getting the right side of the ball to take the foul, to to you know to stop teams from playing that that we've no really had that energy. Last night we did, and I think we we kind of suffocated St. Mirren into uh, into making them play in a way they're no they're no used to. Uh, the two early goals helped us. Obviously, we thought you know cloud nine, and then when St. Mirren got their goal back, we were a wee bit kind of thinking, oh no, oh no, here we go again. But no, they, they stood up uh, and they obviously realised where the club's going. But the three points, I think, were probably the most important three points in, in Motherwell's league campaign for probably the last five years. Well, um, how big were the three points, Gordon? It's just three points, Brilliant. obviously, as people say, but psychologically. Doesn't matter. It lifts uh, Motherwell to ninth, Gordon. Um, which when you look at the table is positive um, Yes, they're still near the bottom, no doubt But um, look, I, I take on board what Scott's saying, right? And I totally think he's right in every aspect But I've heard this conversation not that long ago When Alexander left the club Hamill came in in charge First game, St Mirren, away from home Won the game Motherwell fans What a difference Look at the players You know, the change you know, Stevie Hamill's come in Club legend I've heard it all before Now, hopefully Motherwell can go to Tynecastle Which is going to be very difficult on Sunday and get a result But it's still early for me Don't let's get carried away They're still in the relegation fight That was positive last night mm. They needed that That was a big one Mark, we've been here numerous times Various clubs where people will say Look at the difference in Sean Goss Look at the difference in Kevin Van Veen And then that goes you know, well, why not do that at the weekend? You've been a, you've been there. You've been a player where, where managers changed. How does it happen? Why does it happen? Is it the bounce that they speak about? What does that even it's, mean? Uh, it's certainly a hard one to to answer. In my own opinion, I guess different people can get different things, drag different things out of you, can maybe inspire you a wee bit more. Maybe some people have a bigger fear factor over a, a previous coach. I don't know if that's the case at Motherwell. By the way, that's just my previous experience. But like Daz is right because same group of players. Well, sorta. I know four four new signings played last night, but the core group is still the same. And they got the bounce with Stevie Hamill. So then you think, well, there you go. He's he's dragging the best out of them. He's inspiring them because he's Motherwell background, and they all know what it is to play for Motherwell. And then they threw him under the bus as well. So is it going to be any different? Well, you Motherwell fans will, will hope it is that there's some spark in the new signings 
maybe a bit of solidity in the back line is a wee bit different, might help you, but how many times do we see it? Manager losing their job and then the next game it comes along, there's a, an automatic response. That's not to say that they can fall on. I hope for your sake to do, but... What, is this, so what sure. does this mean, Scott? What does it do for Stuart Kettlewell? Can he become the manager? And what do you make of those three names that have emerged, reported today on a shortlist, Jack Ross, Ian Holloway and Grant McCann? I think with the increased energy levels last night, Stuart Kettlewell... Who has you know given a, a couple of interviews over the last few days speaks very well. He speaks for the heart, and he's he's got the interest in Motherwell, uh, you know, you know, foremost in his mind. And I think the players have bought into that that bounce again, like we talked about. <laughs> it happened last night with the with the the passion that the players showed, and and the fans the fans fed into that. Uh, for Kettlewell. Longer term, I, I don't think so because I think I think we're maybe going down the same line as 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 what we did with Stevie Hamill, which I don't think is the right thing. At this moment, uh, Ian Holloway would be a, a an interesting uh, appointment, uh, but at this stage in in Motherwell's league campaign, I don't know if 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 that type of character is what we need. You know, we don't need. Uh, reports in the press about what he said in interviews and stuff that makes everybody laugh. Uh, the McCann chap, I'm not sure. Jack Ross, I think Jack Ross might be might be a, a decent appointment. Uh, you know, we have to take what happened last night into Sunday. Oh, and by the way, Gordon, it's at third part, just in case you start heading along there, mate. Do you know something? Right, hold on Scott Just hold the bus a minute here Before we get any further If we rewind this If we rewind this to Tuesday I would say Motherwell have got two home games coming up I've come in tonight I've looked at the sheet Producer Callum Right, Lurch It's true Hightower He's taking his eye put, off the ball put hearts, And I thought I'm sure Motherwell yeah. are at home It does say that on so that sheet Scott, behind So Scott, I am glad we've pulled him out the long grass well done, <laughs> my friend. Oh, speaking of that, grass and the M8, whatever else. What did you make? What do you make of that shortlist that's emerged today? Uh, very interesting indeed. I said on Tuesday night as well that um, I think the Motherwell uh, board have got a massive decision. They must know what that club mm. needs. Now, Kettlewell went in there. To be fair to him, I think he's a bit different from Hamill. He's got a bit of management experience at top level. Um, there are three names there, experienced names. Now. I, I concern myself. I love Ian Holloway and the fact that he brings. I like a bit of personalities, you know, because I'm a big, big personality. Oh, of course. So I like you. I, what a duo you and him would yeah, be. Can you imagine, would honestly, what? you two I, down I, I the just, mean streets of Motherwell. I love it, Gordon. Life's too short. Be the personality. Bring yourself out. But Ian Holloway doesn't know this this league just now. Doesn't know the players. Um, I think it's too early for him to come in because Motherwell in a relegation battle I think whoever comes in has to hit the ground running so that one for me probably would be a no-no so that leaves what Jack Ross yes because he knows the league um, out of the three probably if I was picking one I'd probably go mm. Jack Ross yes. what did you make of the list Mark I think there's one standout candidate and it is Jack Ross I think Jack Ross just because he knows the league or is there more no, to it no more to it I think he's a very good manager got um, experience um, here and down south I thought he did a good job at Hibs he lost his job unfairly in my opinion 
And we were chatting about it before Even at Dundee United You think he's European exploits I know he took one of the worst results in Calm's probably shaking his head behind me And the, the club's one that he history got on TV <laughs> Producer Calm <laughs> And he was in tears He was in tears Okay but people often forget the home game And how, how United played that game is that coming across in the microphone? Him scrubbing out the con- the the fixture list on the window. If you could, listen, I'm in the middle, just focus middle the- of a point here about your team, <laughs> and I, I I turn around and he's scribbling. Anyway, Jack Ross. People often forget about that home game. How he had United playing. That was a, okay. It was a terrible time for United, but again, he lost his job six or seven games, whatever it was, into the season. I think he's outstanding candidate, and I think Motherwell would be fortunate mm. to get him. Ian Holloway you said doesn't know the players But he does know Kevin Van Veen Are you aware of this story? What what a reunion this would be So not that long ago When I think he was the Grimsby manager He stood up Ian Holloway At some sort of like hospitality I think after a game Something like that Took the mic and slaughtered Kevin Van Veen And called him a ginger pig <laughs> A ginger what? Pig Pig Ah well There you go <laughs> So if nothing else A fly in the wall Documentary of those two getting yeah. back together would be quite something. Your top scorer and your new manager, and he's previously called him a ginger pig. Well, that's not um, a so Yeah, I think Van Veen had played for was it Scunthorpe, and they came up against right. Holloway's Grimsby, and he's taken the mic after the game and absolutely Ooh, bodied him. No. I ah, see, that's a problem right away. No, you need, no. you iron Don't that. Don't be silly. That's a, that, that's a good opener Walking in the dress room Make a joke Get the players laughing Get everybody behind you Ooh, Boom boom Beat it, hearts It's not a comedy part. club Yes You know it's Scottish right Look, You know Ian Holloway's great And he did great sound bites You need serious the, people The best managers have got best personalities Just You always check hear these, these stories Don't I? Listen I'm sure he's, I'm sure there's more to his management game But you always hear these stories About you know Maybe coming in on On a Friday or whatever And sensing the mood needed lifted So just Scrapping training and going bowling or something yeah. like that. Cosmic ball at Southclyde Park, <laughs> rubbing his hands. A lot of, a lot of great on. managers have, have found different ways of winning games. Mm. Have you ever had that before? Managers coming in and using kind of alternative things instead of you're coming in to train? I don't think I've. Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, I've had that. I, I'll tell you what, you were there when I walked in and sent all the players home from training. Remember that one? I, I that do one remember too. that. Yeah, great. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's thank Scott for his thoughts. Just on that topic, Hugh, I know you were. At the game last night as well Hughes on the line What about the shortlist Do any of them tickle your fancy? None of them Don't don't excite me In any one mm. matter of mean What we are needing Is a manager Who the players are scared of First of all Good evening guys Hope you're all well Thank you. And you can also tell Big Lurch It's a 12 o'clock kickoff In case he doesn't know that either <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy with you Believe me I don't know what that sign means Um why why not those three then? What 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 doesn't inspire you? What doesn't inspire me? Uh I don't believe Jack Ross is the manager everybody thinks he is. Otherwise it would have been more success. Um I know he was obviously moved down to Sunderland, etc. I don't like the style of play he has. Um what we were needing and we have been needing even since Graham Alexander's days is a change of formation and a bon on this show. Shouting and bawling about it That the 4-3-3 never ever worked for us Because we don't have the players That are good enough for that We stuck by it, stuck by it And two managers get sacked for it uh, And I wholeheartedly blame the board For putting the managers Especially putting Stevie Hamill in that position The board should start walking And taking a good hard look at himself Also, and a lot of the fans think that And for Stevie Hamill sticking by these 4-3-3 And Liam Kelly said it last week He stuck by players even playing badly 
So that's the problem. The players last night, uh, I'm going to be a little bit harsh on them. They're charlatans because they can put in that performance and not do it for the last 18 months or so. They need to take a good hard look at themselves. Yes, it was an improvement last night. Fans need to be realistic. That's not the end of the world. We're not going to be world superstars now. A few standouts last night. Casey and Butcher at the back were immense. Threw themselves in the line for every single ball. Main and Tony Watt were nowhere near, anywhere near that I've seen them playing well. Not even Tony Watt. Curtis Main. I used to like Curtis Main. I'm all, he always put himself about. He got nothing last night. And that was down to Butcher uh, and Casey. Sean Goss, we were actually discussing at half-time. He would have walked in the changing room, took his mask off, Scooby-Doo style, and it would have been Xavi or Iniesta that was actually playing last night. Don't know where he came from. Wow, there's so, high praise. Calm down, Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as good as that. I, He's I'm not as tall Sean, as him. Sean Goss was really good last night. Really, really good. Uh, and I don't know where it came from. But he's got to take a good hard look and say, if you could play like that, what have you been doing for the last 18 months? Do you know what's so annoying about this? Gordon Deal mm. bounded into the studio on Tuesday in the office and claimed that he'd been watching Motherwell train, because that's the sort of thing he does, and was banging on about how good Sean Goss was that's in true. training. You yeah, didn't say that. True. Anyway, uh, Hugh, if you're not having Jack Ross, Ian Holloway, uh, or Grant McCann, and they don't inspire you, you need to come up with something better, obviously, don't you? You know, Motherwell are not going to get a manager. Who doesn't have a negative point on his CV That's where they are in the food chain So who's a better option than them? Who's out there that you can go for? And we can forget about this Tommy Wright carry on that, That's a no-go for me as well We're needing somebody who the players When they come in at half-time If they're playing poorly Are going to put a rocket up their backside Who's going to go through them? I didn't see that with Stevie Hamill Although I heard a few things in the changing room What happened on Saturday um, uh, During the Wraith game And I don't see that in Stuart Kettlewell Kettlewell at least had the guts to change that formation last night. It had the guts to do it. Do you think that's still a, a thing, Mark? Does does the modern twenty twenty three footballer need a rocket up their backside as a priority? I'm not saying, of course, you 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 might need it time to time, but it seems that Hugh wants that as his his priority. His manager's yeah. main skill set would be to strike fear into the player. Do no. you think the modern day player responds in that um, way? Um I think the game has moved on a bit. Now I think there's still a place in it, but the the game in terms of tactics and um man management, if you like, is totally moved on. Mm. Even from I, I stopped playing, which is relatively short. Um you just don't seem to get much or many successful managers like that I think now Even if you look at world football The top of the game All those characters Have either retired Or out of job in the world stage So I don't see that being On the board's criteria A lot of it is about style A lot of it is about entertainment Because look We're on this show If fans aren't getting entertained By their team in a style of football They're quick to moan about it Even if they're Even if they're winning We've seen it before Fans saying no this style's not right We we need a change We need a certain identity So I think boards and chairmen All around the country Go for that first Now if you can match it With somebody Who's got that ruthless edge to them Look at Celtic Right Ange Postacoglu Comes with a style A philosophy A way of playing But you wouldn't want to cross them They've got the full package here It's very difficult to get that I, I don't I, know if Murrowell will get the full package I, I, wouldn't, I, I totally take on board what you're saying I don't think it's fear um, I think it's the respect aspect um, I think that you know as a manager And uh, as a player, sorry Mark will tell you I've went into the dressing room With managers that I sit there and think Well, 
if he gives me a hard time, mm-hmm. fine. But I've went in with managers and I'm thinking, I just hope I don't catch his eye or he doesn't catch mine and keep mm-hmm. the head down. I still think they are because I think there's no doubt that Postacoglu, especially, I'll name him, because I think he's got that respect, that not the fear, but just the respect. And I think but in the dressing that, that's room, he can still give it out. Surely you can gain respect in a matter of ways. If you are an unbelievable coach and your messaging is extremely clear and your tactical ideas are brilliant and the players mm. know exactly what they're doing and the training's good, th- that might make a player respect you every bit as 100%. much as being yeah, scared of him. But, yeah. but I still think there's time to time that I'm not saying every game, every half-time mm. team talk, and Postacoglu will do it. Let's not get kidded here. Uh, Gin, shut that door and look a few of his players right in the eye and tell them exactly what he thinks. There's no doubt. So it's still a part of the game, um, and that still happens up and down the country with the best managers. You know, you you look at, for instance, I was watching a, a full-time one with Arteta, who you'd think, yeah, very coach, very respectable. Okay, he's a bit... You know, lively in the, the, the touchline and full time, even and absolutely mm. tore his Arsenal stars to pieces. All right, thank you, Hugh. 01419511025. Great time to call. You could be up next, so get in touch. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025. And Twitter at Clyde SSB Most of the calls that are pouring in Are actually about last night's game at Fir Park They'll never let it be said That it's only about Glasgow's big two But I'm sure there must be some Rangers or Celtic fans out there Who want to get something off their chest So if you do 01419511025 I think it'll be tomorrow That we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu Celtic fans So one for you to uh, look out for We did hear from Michael Beale today Rangers fans Talking about the squad being too big So we've been asking you uh, how you feel about that What type of uh, reductions should be made And what you make of his comments About the chances of winning the league being low Do get your thoughts in We are on Twitter This would be the bit that would worry me Gordon DL, right? And I'm sure Ian Holloway mm. Would be very offended at this And he would point to his managerial record And he would point to his Blackpool team And he would point to things that he's done on the pitch On our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB These are the replies of about Ian Holloway Long Island Blues Holloway for the banter. The bold Stavros says, Ian Holloway solely for some post-match interview shenanigans. Derek, please Motherwell, sign Ian Holloway. He'll be gold. Opus Die says, Holloway would be a laugh. That doesn't... None of that is filling me with this guy's a brilliant manager and this is the... Is, it, is this perception versus reality? Because like I say, if he's come up the road for his interview today or whatever mm. and he's listening to this, he'd be very offended. Yes, yeah, there's, there's a lot more to it, but is this what people think? Yeah, but what they've got to... Yeah, Listen, I love characters. Unfortunately, I don't work with many. But you've got to look at his, his record, Gordon. He's taken a team into the Premier League, out of the Championship, one of the hardest acts to do. So you've got to give him credit. Yeah, he may handle things differently from the same boring people saying one game at a time and the players gave me everything but we're a bit unlucky. He's a character. He's got a little bit about him. But it's all about results. It's supposed to be a results-driven business. Doesn't matter what he comes up and does. If he entertains his ways, his uh, interviews, great. But if he can get results in the pitch, that's where you're judged. And let's be honest, have a look at his record. He's got a good record as a manager. Well, certainly did at some point. Um, let's bring in Stephen on the line. Stephen, what do you think? Jack Ross, Ian Holloway, Grant McCann, are they doing it for you? Ian Holloway, as much as he would be a character, 
he got Blackpool into that league about a decade ago. Since Blackpool, I think he did well with Crystal Palace. But apart from that, he left Grimsby in a mess. And he's never managed up here before. And we're not in a situation where I think we can gamble on it. As much as it'd be good in a press conference, we're not here for the laugh. We're here to stay in this division. Get that, Mark? Yep. Well said, Stephen. I, I think that's bang on. Uh, I don't know what Ian Hall is really like at the minute. He could come up here and he's got fresh ideas for where he took Blackpool a decade ago. He might have, but... Because, because you've not managed in a few years or whatever it may be, it doesn't mean you say you, you've lost your knacky management. A lot of management's man management. Now, what I did say earlier, if people listen back, as I said out the three, because exactly what Stephen said, I think Mother will need somebody that knows the game, knows the players, knows the Scottish game just now. Ian Holloway doesn't fit that bill for me. And near does uh, the, the other lad, Grant, who is it? Sorry. McCann. Mc- yeah, Grant can- McCann. Formerly of Peterborough, Hull, Doncaster. He's had a couple of spells at Peterborough. Um, so, any any of them. Exciting you, Stephen? Um, I would, I, I would agree. The three would go for Jack Ross. Because I think he already had a wee bit of nightmare at Dundee United, but he did okay at Hibs and he done well with St Mirren and did all right at the start with unknown. So I think the three would go for Jack Ross, but the man has put himself in the frame and the position at the moment. He turned it round last night, he changed the formation, we got the sponsor out of the playoff, it's Chuck Kettlewell. And if he if we go and we get another result against Hearts on Sunday, how do you look past that? And I know and I know the board have already done it with Stevie Hamill, but the difference has Chuck Kettlewell get experience. I'm always see just generally, Mark, just step back from Motherwell, Stuart Kettlewell, whoever it is, just, just generally this notion that two games, one or two games can get you the job or can lose you the job. I just wonder if clubs need to just step back a little bit Because for instance Stephen says we get a result Sunday right what, what, what if Mother will play Absolutely awful On Sunday Horrendous And Hearts miss Five sitters And Motherwell Get an own goal off Andy Halliday's backside In the 94th minute Dreams really do come mm, true 94th I, I would take it the, back <laughs> You know does that You know Do you see what I mean yeah, there I, I know, is that, is that, that, Oh great that. Well done Six points out of six How does that qualify you For the job Yeah of course It just seems like It's, it's too it's too um, The sample size well, yeah, is too small yeah, Is he the right man for the job or not? If yeah, Stuart Kettlewell Went came, came off the street this week Wasn't an employee of Mullow And applied Would he get it? Should that not be more important Than what you can do in a couple of games? Or Well I guess you you would hope As a Motherwell fan And Stephen's the same That the Motherwell board Would would take all that into consideration And They're not just quick fire And, and looking for the quick fix Over a couple of games does Pretty it go sure against Stuart Kettlewell the fact that this yes, I, I think Stevie it does. Hamill thing happened? I think it does. I think because Stevie Hamill was a quick fix, he was in the building. I was one of the ones that said here, I thought Stevie Hamill would get the job when it came about because of those reasons, and he did. Um, I think it does go against Stuart Kettlewell. Look at a performance and a result against mm. Hearts is then takes things maybe moving in his direction sure. a wee bit more. Um, but the Motherwell board, I wonder... If he does get a, a result in a performance against Hearts, if they give it a, on a short-term basis and just take their time over this appointment. Now, I know people say, well, we need to be in this league. Maybe they're thinking of a whole bigger picture. I get the worry of going down and you don't get out of that championship for a long time, but 
It's a lot needing mm. fixed at Motherwell I think, at the minute. I think you make a good point. Look, I don't know if Stuart, uh, you don't know what manager's got to come in there and to the right fit, right? Um, where Stephen's right, he's got management experience. But I thought you made a great point. You stick five names out there. I'm just asking. Uh, no, no. You stick five names out there and you put Stuart Kettle well. Keep him out of Motherwell just now. He's just the last job was Ross County. You put his name in there. I mm. will guarantee you, not one Motherwell fan mm. will phone here and say yeah. he's the right Although, man for the job. But maybe we've put unfair criteria on that because mm. Stephen would maybe reply and say, "But but he, he is there and he's therefore shown what he can do." And he yeah, can show and he's got I a wish him all the best. The players, so. and, and he might just go and be yeah, the answer yeah. to go and take Motherwell forward. Oh, but the board have got to. We're do running so. out of time very quickly. Stephen, did Max Johnson mean that goal last night? I don't care if we went to Edmonton. Gordon Yes, brilliant. Yes, All he did. Craigie yeah. says some goal for Max Johnson last night. I think Kettlewell will have a good few games, but ultimately not the man for the job. Also, you need to mention that stat from Andrew McLean last night. Did you see this? No. Magnificent. I've seen it. No. What were you up it? to last night that you didn't see it? Um, wh- hold on a minute. Is it Twitter? <laughs> Well I read it out in the show didn't, as well Didn't I answer that question Alright oh, unfortunately I have I, to say Fair play to our colleague One of the all time One of the stats of the season certainly For Scottish football You ready oh, for this? Come on now He's sitting comfortably St Mirren's starting 11 Last night Had played more games for Motherwell Than the Motherwell starting 11 Brilliant like that Is Has that he true? come up with that himself? He sat and calculated Had it whilst he? he was at Fur Park last night Yeah, Is that That's true? Brilliant yeah, yeah. for Andrew And The gap would be even bigger If the likes of Richard Tate and Charles Dunn had started the game And they didn't They two were on the bench That's incredible What a man Anyway Thank you to Stephen It's that time boring, already incredible. <laughs> Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Come on down Thursday night's Beat the Pundit Tends to be very popular I can't I can't put my finger on Why that might be But if you want to play Call before 7 0141 951 1025 And we'll get you on For Beat the Pundit next Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB If you're just joining us You might be surprised to hear Because it doesn't often happen uh, The majority of the first hour was spent Talking about Fir Park last night Victory for Motherwell against St Mirren And the possibility of Jack Ross, Grant McCann Or Ian Holloway Potentially becoming the next manager We did hear from Michael Beale He says Rangers squad is too big so we're asking you Rangers fans What do you make of that? Who do you think needs to be trimmed As Michael Beale goes forward 01419511025 Or anything else You want to change the topic entirely Now would be a good time to do so Give us a call We'll play this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football I mean look It's not quite as important And it certainly doesn't have The glamour Of Motherwell St Mirren But I can tell you two Are enjoying Barcelona Man United In this studio right now It's It's almost like Producer Callum They're concentrating Even less than normal Because that game And it is quite good isn't it What do you think happened The minute we started watching it End to end stuff isn't it 2-1 to Man United now Knowing this guy To the right of me Right What do you think The first question was You ever played at the new camp 100% And have you Unfortunately well, no, That's no, why you're no. in esteemed yeah, company with yeah. this guy Unbelievable <laughs> He couldn't get out quick oh, enough nah, nah, I'll always have that over uh, you 
Very and really. all my medals. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Well, he certainly doesn't have his no, medals because he dumped them by accident. <laughs> Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. Like we said, Michael Beale trimming the squad, admitting the league is pretty much done. Motherwell, St Mirren, or a change of topic. Call us right now if you can. John is on to play beat the pundit. How's it going, John? Not bad. How are you? Now, John, it says you're from Stenhouse Muir, but living in London. Is this your uh, is this your sound of home? We try to bring you a bit, a yeah. bit of a, a bit of Scottish football to keep you sane down there. Yeah, a bit of continuity back to my life. We'll see what we can do. A producer Cal, look at this stress. Producer Cal and the thought of having to to send the balls that cost an extra couple yeah. of quid to send it to London. I don't even know. Can you pick it up, John? What an upgrade that is. Stenhouse Muir to London. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts in London, John? I know it well. Uh, south of the river. Nah, I don't know. No, no. Sorry, Where, do don't you, know. Where do you frequent? Uh, I'm city centre. East centre. Yeah, just right of the cross at the light. Cross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heads, it will be Mark Wilson. Tails, it will be Gordon Dale. Tails again, your big pal. Marvin got beat last night. Ready? On the tails. Come on, he is not happy. All the best, John. All the best, Gordon. He's delighted he's got you, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Right, let me give you some clay two to listen to. And we'll get the clock ready John It's 30 seconds You can answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Okay Let's get stuck in Your time starts now Which English side did Rangers sign Tori Andre Flo from? Chelsea Name either Scottish club Derek Adams had two spells with as a player I Which current Scotland player Made his 250th appearance For his English club this week? Pass Name any club that David Hanna won a domestic honour with in the 90s. Celtic. Which former Scotland international is the manager of Swansea? Pass. Okay, let's bring back Gordon Diel. They're yeah. tough tonight. Are they? Yeah, very marvellous. I'm tough. I've, no, I've, I've got them all. Oh, Babe. Okay. You ready, Gordon? <laughs> Which English side did Rangers sign Tori Andre Flo from? Chelsea. Name either Scottish club that Derek Adams had two spells with as a player. Uh, Ross County. Which current Scotland player made his 250th appearance for his English club this week? Pass. Name any club that David Hanna won a domestic honour with in the 90s. Dundee United. Which former Scotland international is the manager of Swansea? Uh, Martin, Russell Martin How many current Scottish Premiership clubs Has Declan Gallagher played for? He's played for three, four Three, four, eight John, four, what do you eight. think? Uh, I think he's got the Russell Martin Oh no Ah, see you later, John Oh no Bye-bye <laughs> You both knew Chelsea For Tory Andrew Flo, one all you both knew Aberdeen for Derek Adams. I think that's a good standard at that point. He said yeah. Ross County. Oh, sorry, he said, but that's right as well. Sorry, yeah, yeah, both we're right. both right. John and I are both right. I must admit, though, which player made 250th appearance for his English club at the weekend? Andy Robertson. Andy Robertson. Mark, uh, Mark Wilson's he's gaffer. wearing a t-shirt. He even wearing a jumper here to remind him. Did John get that? No, he did ah, not. Well done, John. You both knew that David Hanna's career and, saw him win silverware with Celtic. And Dundee United Yeah Three all It's a good game I have good to say game. Um Although wow. John's sighing Which I think yeah, Because means, he knows The that. next one so Might I'll do win again. Russell Martin Is the manager I'll Of win Swansea again. Here I am again <laughs> The winner What song is that? <laughs> Made up a song uh, And it didn't even matter That you got the last one uh, wrong Would you give me that? Four? Well, you said three Four, four. Three four 
So three, four, four. Livy, Motherwell, Aberdeen, Aberdeen St. St. Mirren. You got it wrong, but you still got four. Ah, uh, John, and John got game. three hard lines, John. That's a sore one, isn't it, John? Would you not like to have played Mark, John? Give yourself a better chance. trying to chance? say Mark says he would have got all them right. No I mean, got them all right. That's another victory mm. under my belt. I'm going strong here. Some belt, anyway. Um, John. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a bit further afield You've been watching on with interest I'm sure though You're a Rangers fan What, what have you made of, of things at the moment? Oh, well he's coming and he's done alright It's um, I think it's, you keep talking about it I think the league League's probably finished So we'll just have to Look at next season uh, Yeah Yeah I mean that, to be fair he said as much today You seem to share it He's talking about the squad being a bit big And needing to, to trim things Is that something you'd agree with? Well, so I read I read a bit about that on Twitter last night, and then I think you have made the argument tonight about who you'd cut. So there's, there's I mean, there's a lot of dead wood there. Also, Hollanders, the biggest, and then also the two goalkeepers. Uh, apart from that, got yeah. a lot of fringe boys there, and then also Kim Roof, great player, mm. always injured. Yeah, we did see Gordon. You know, since Michael Beale took over, is he? Like I know, I know a lot of managers have got more than just games on their mind I'm not trying to pretend Michael Beale's that different But when he's just come in at the stage he's come in Is he is he trying to combine this You know, well we need to try and keep on Celtic's tail And we need to try and win two cups How much of his time is he able to Is this where the whole structure comes into play With Ross Wilson and everyone else About identifying who you trim and who you take with you Oh yeah, uh, it's a 24 hour job um, There's no doubt about that He'll be working very hard First and foremost you've got to keep the results going um, That keeps the fans happy And then behind the scenes you're working You're trimming the squad You're looking at potential players to bring in the summer um, As I said, it would be nice for Rangers I'd, I'm like John I can't see any way back for them in the league but they're in the cup final They're still in the Scottish Cup So mm. it'd be nice for them to get a bit of silverware And I keep going back to it I think this summer When he gets players out He gets his own players in And then plays to what he wants The style of football to be Then that's where I think you start judging the Rangers manager Okay, thank you John Not yeah. enough But hopefully we've uh, reminded you of home Down there in London 01419511025 George is on the line at the moment Let's hear a bit from David Martindale He spoke today His press conference Ahead of Saturday's Visit of Rangers He was full of praise For Michael Beale Claiming Rangers Are now Are he's made Rangers As good as Celtic At the moment Let's hear from David Martindale How do you beat Rangers? You're going to need A little bit of luck On the day But Am I correct in saying Michael's records The exact same as Angie's Since Michael took over? So for me, Celtic were the best team in the country before Michael came into Rangers. He's come in, he's done a fantastic job and him and Andrew are now head to head. Obviously Celtic have got that head start with the points I've picked up previously. But I think it shows the job that um, Michael's done. He's done an incredible job since he's come in and it's my job but to focus on Livingston and how we can try and take points off Rangers. But it's going to be going to be a lot more difficult than the previous two encounters this season in terms of the style of play Michael's brought his own identity uh, Let's bring in George on the line George is in Milton What's your point tonight George? Yeah dis- disregarding nice nice timing guys it was absolutely set, set me up lovely there thank you Good evening one and all and it's regarding the Mr Martindale comments mm-hmm. if he thinks that Michael Beale's now on a par with Mr Postacoglu 
I, I hope that his team tried twice as hard this weekend then. What do you mean? Well, that's what they said on the line as well. What do you mean? What I mean is it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek. I, I think that, that Livingston's had an excellent record against Celtic. They seem to try really hard. A bit like the old adage about when Rangers go up to Aberdeen or when Celtic used to go to Hibs. I think it's when Celtic go to Livingston now they find it quite difficult with the surface and they play really well. They play hard. And it's been said before that Mr Martindale has allegiances to other clubs in, in, in his own. So therefore, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek. I just hope that Mr Martindale's team try twice as hard this weekend. Oh, so Olivia try harder against Celtic than they do against Rangers, you mean? Your words, not mine. I'm always trying to make <laughs> George, a case. George, well, that's fine. I'm not, I'm, I'm not upset that you've made this tongue-in-cheek. I'm just trying to establish that's what you mean, yeah? Right, okay, that's fine that's, that's all we're asking I mean, I suppose though Livy have taken points off Rangers More recently than they have off Celtic though, haven't they? Yeah, definitely I've noticed that I've noticed that I think I think now he's getting the point If he wants to You know, he's been touted with the Rangers manager's job I've not seen much in the press regarding that But I have read it online elsewhere And I know I don't read everything I believe everything I read mm. But when you look at it He's been touted in that manner And in and, and, and a high-established job then certainly he's doing right. His results are reflecting that. And that's what gets you into the higher positions. We understand how it works, guys. I'm just I'm just having a bit of tongue in cheek. I think it's quite funny. I don't think that Bill's in, Mr. Bill, sorry, is anywhere near Mr. Poster Cogboy. That's my opinion. Yeah, that, I, that was that was the core of it. We went on a bit of a mazy thereafter, but um look, David Martindale said you, you, well, we heard David Martindale's comments, George, and others to be fair on Twitter or Unhappy with the comparison uh, To what Celtic are doing What do you think Mark? In terms of points Obviously The, the records are for everybody to see I would say that I mean, That bit's just a fact doesn't it? That, that's that a fact You can't get re- away from that That doesn't require any further analysis No So what, what, what is it that people like George and others are upset about? Is it Are they looking for an acknowledgement from David Martindale mm. That despite the points being the same Celtic have been better in those games Or what is it that's I think so. Obviously, the the Celtic fans don't don't like seeing anyone coming to challenge what Ange Postecoglou is doing. Now the points return is the same since Bill came in. Well, I don't think anybody's doubting the fact that Celtic have have steamrolled teams, you know, on more occasions than not. And Rangers, there's been certain games that they've had to fight from being behind. So. You know the results, the points are the same, but the the patterns of the game have been slightly different. But what what is the point that they shouldn't be spoke about in the same breath? That's what happens here in this city. It's just a fact. Both managers will get compared if one manager drops points. In no, but don't, it's not just the same breath. I think George's point is how can George wants to know why Mike, uh, why David Martindale's putting. Michael Beale on a par with Ange Postecoglou ultimately just stats I think the just the results yeah that's all it is um, I think um, and you can't argue with it since Michael Beale's come into the building he's got the same record as Ange Postecoglou that's not David Martindale saying that he thinks Beale's the exact same manager as Postecoglou Postecoglou's been absolutely brilliant for Celtic rebuilt the team playing attractive football I've said it two or three times tonight in this show I think that once you get to the summer and he gets a transfer window, gets his own players in, players out, a bit of silverware along the way would certainly help. Of course it would. Then 
next year is a case of judging the Rangers manager. But I think Dave Martindale's mm. only making a statement on stats, and on stats, he's correct. I get George's sort of general point, Mark. It does feel like Livy have been more of a bogey opponent for Celtic than they have been for Rangers. Um, obviously, as I pointed out, though, you'll remember Livy were one of the final nails in the Giovanni Van Bronckhurst coffin with that one-all draw yeah. uh, at Ibrox. So they, they have taken points off Rangers more recently than they have Celtic. What is interesting, Rangers, again, historically then over the last few seasons, do tend to... Maybe find trips to Livy a bit easier than Celtic do. Although Celtic won their three 0 this season. I was going to say that, that kind of dispelled the myth. I, I, there's been a lot made of Celtic going to the Tony Macaroni and how it's been historically difficult. And it was there was that wee period where they went through the stats, or they hadn't won in so long. But forget how many games were played in that period of time. Neil Lennon went through a difficult time there. Ange Postecoglou, remember when he, he first went there? Difficult game, uh, and they lost one 0 but the last game, Celtic were absolutely terrific when they went there. Blew Livy off the pitch, missed a penalty into the, the bargain as well. So, Ange Postecoglou is then treating it like any other ground. So, I don't think they have to worry about that. I don't think Celtic will have the same fear going back there. Um, whether Rangers doing builders, I mean, there'll be the whole thing about the, the artificial surface that we hate bringing up, but it's, it's definitely a factor that managers... Mm. Think into their training week There's no doubt about it And Livy used to the advantage So The games are difficult there Rangers should have the players To, to beat Livy though George keeps telling us He was tongue in cheek anyway So you're not, you're not concerned that David Martindale's allegiances Or whatever it was George No no Once he washes his Rangers Something hangs up my hands It'll be fine for the weekend <laughs> You'll have a bit of tongue in cheek Don't you Yeah like that George was quite entertaining there Thank you very much George 01419511025 That's the number If you want to get in touch You can of course tweet us as well At Clyde uh, SSB If you want to get in touch that way It's much more fun on the phones though Isn't it You've just heard it It's fun Tongue in cheek Great fun To be had by all So if you want to give us a call Now's a good time to do it um, Because we could get you on next So whether you want to discuss David Martindale's comments Michael Beale, Ange Postacoglu Ian Holloway Motherwell St Mirren last night Or something entirely different Now's the time to pick up the phone Please do it Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson They're both here They're ready to take your calls Kenny's a Rangers fan We're going to bring him in in just a second uh, What about this teaser tonight? I love this because It gives a bit of praise to guys That have put in the hard yards In Scottish football, right? Similar to one we had the other evening mm. Can you name 10 players this century Who've played for five or more clubs in Scotland And have at least 200 appearances So we're looking for 10 players this century Who've played for five or more clubs in Scotland And have over 200 appearances Johnny Hayes played for five? It's a very strange place to start, I must admit, no Some of the names on here Five? All right up your street Five or more clubs Five or more clubs um, Many's Charlie McGruder Oh these are tough actually Do you know what see, know. see now that I look at this I'm thinking How many's Charlie I need to apologise This is a Roger Hanna level Tony question Tony what? No Because he's got the clubs But he must not have the appearances He's not had 200 appearances mm. Apparently not um, Wow mm. Struggling Is Kenny Miller one? 
No, apparently not, no. Kenny's played for yeah, a that few, can't be, is it? What am I missing here? Hibs, Rangers, Celtic. Livingston. Livingston, Dundee. Dundee. Did ever play for Livy? Mm, Did now. Any at all, Mark? Think of guys that you know you played with that played for loads of different teams. You've really got to be rotten, really, ain't you? You've been no. Fought. I think the opposite. A good, Do good, solid servants. I'm these stuck. guys are not good. Five. You've played with or against every one of these, Mark? Have I? I'd say yeah. You've played. Well, oh, this is a Roger Hanna level question. I shouldn't have given it to you two. You're not worthy. Are there any other questions? I just panicked. Just... My guy, Stephen. No. That's, that's unlucky Oh I did I just panicked John Rankin <laughs> Hibs Dundee United No Inverness Oh that's ridiculous Michael Garden No <laughs> Oh I'm worried I'll need to give you some thinking time Or get Callum to find you an easier question Um. Yeah Anyway uh, Let's bring in Kenny on the line Hi Kenny Oh no How are we doing lads okay Good good What's your point tonight Well I was just listening to the, the last caller there you know, and it's hard to say, you know. But what I was thinking about was, Michael Beale, how many games has he had now? 12, 13? Yep. Yeah. Right, if you compare, if you want to play devil's advocate, the team he's inherited, yeah, it's mostly fine Broncos, and maybe some of the players he had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ange come in close season. You've got to pick a few players. If you compare the first 12 or 13 games, I think you'll find Michael Beale's record far superior. The, the Nange Postacoglu's first 12 games in charge of Celtic? Yes. yes. Again, Mark, yeah, so, if you're talking points totals, that, yeah. would, that would have to be... Well, that's accurate. fact. Yep. You, you can't dispute that. Um, you know, uh, the one thing then, you, you have to match against that. If, if you're having a slant, Nance Postacoglu is what Postacoglu inherited compared to what Michael Beale inherited. Michael Beale inherited a team that had just been in the Europa League final. Um, I mean they weren't in good form months. though hence why They weren't the in good form Of course But the, the squad was still there Whether Postacoglu Had to Inherited Almost a shell of a club And they had to reinvent the, the style And everything about the club And disconnect with the fans But What can he say there Beal Has came in What he had to do Was win And win instantly Now remember when they came in We were all chatting about that period Over Christmas How that was Crucial for him in the games that were coming up, the away game at Pataudry, home game against Hibs, ticked them all off one by one. Then Celtic came calling, and you think, well, that's a big, a big ask. Maybe I favoured Celtic in that game, and he, you know, he got a bit of draw in that game. So, yeah, he has to take credit. But I think you see, if I've been a Rangers fan, I'd be encouraged by what Michael Beale says every week that yeah, we've won the game, but he's still unimpressed. The the import. The performance level isn't quite what he expects. I'd, I'd be excited and optimistic about that if I was a Rangers fan. Kenny? Yes, very much so. Sorry, I'm up here at football picking my grandson up. Um, so, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm very optimistic about the way it's going under Michael Beale. Yeah. Um, how, how confident are you he can then match what Ange Postacoglu did in his next whatever 40 games? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it depends how it goes from here. I mean, uh, right, Ange got off to a bit of a sticky start, but then since then, the rest history, as I say. Um, how is Michael Beale going to go? Is he going to keep us going? Is he going to improve? Is he going to take it on to the next level once he gets 
a close season under his belt, you know, and gets all the players that he wants, gets rid of some of the deadwood that's there. It's yeah. hard to say. Yeah, I, I think uh, Kenny's talking a lot of sense now. I, um, I don't really get caught in this, up in this when he comes in and his record compared to someone else's record. It's, for me, what they go and do in the transfer market, the style of football, the players they bring in, can they bring in good players hit the ground running? Poster Coglu's already proved that. I think Beals brought in a, a decent players in January. Okay, it's only two. I think, I keep going back to it, it'll be a big summer for him. Um, if if Michael Beale can if Rangers fans can be having this argument in another year about how well Beale's done compared to Postacoglu they'll be a very very happy set of fans because Postacoglu has been absolutely terrific for Celtic and the way he's reshaped it rebuilt it brought the players in the brand of football so yeah I think Michael Beale's got off to a terrific start I says tonight he's grown on me I, I like the way he handles these press conferences I like the way that he handled the situation against Partick Thistle um, so there's a lot of positives there this is this is Glasgow in a nutshell, uh, Mark. Because you, you, it's good, it's fine. It gives us great talking points and all these different comparisons. And as you say, we we try and act like they're the same thing, but then you're comparing apples and oranges invariably because no two club are the clubs are the same. No two situations that a manager inherits are the same. It's it's, it's difficult I get what Kenny's saying If you want to take The first 12 games Of each then Of course Then Michael Beale's Done better But then as Gordon says What does that Really count for Towards then Then you mm. point out That Celtic had lost You know Everything really In terms of Scott Brown was leaving And there was You know Been upstairs In of... terms of what was happening With Peter Hobbell Leaving the club And the change of Chief exec So Postacoglu Had to deal with all of that But like, if you ask Michael Beale uh, You know all that's irrelevant to him His job is to win games And win them instantly Transform a club And put up a decent challenge To his greatest rivals Now that might not be this season in the league But uh, like, He's two weeks away from One of the biggest games of his career Now if Rangers had to win that cup final Then It's the first steps to To rebuilding the club And restoring faith In what the Rangers fans Want to get to It puts a wee dent In the domination That Ange Postacoglu's mm. held over Rangers in the 18 months mm. Kenny we were talking Earlier about You know Michael Beale Saying you know That the squad's too big And trying to trim it Is that something you Have been thinking about Recently Or are there any names In mind that you think Are probably coming To the end of their time Yeah there's definitely A few that's coming Towards the end of their time um, uh, Right I've been on before and I've said that I don't rate James Sands so I would get him out I think two goalkeepers can probably both go Alan McGregor probably going to retire and I don't think the McLaughlin's good enough for the, the Rangers um, first team jersey whether the boy McCrory can come in and do anything once he's back but, but there's numerous other ones um, throughout the squad who for one reason or another, whether it's a bit injury prone, like the big um, centre half, I've never particularly liked him anyway. Um, he can go. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because if we're talking sheer numbers, the goalkeeping thing actually doesn't that doesn't reduce your numbers because if you do get rid of Alan McGregor and or John McGlock, mm. you replace them. I mean, every team has three 
Sort of first team squad goalkeepers Don't they So in terms of the, the trimming The dead wood Whatever these phrases are The, the actual numbers Comes from elsewhere Yeah But they yeah. You can improve your Quality I guess In that area Oh I, I definitely agree There will be Obviously I, I, I'm going I'm going With the, the caller Two goalkeepers I think there will be Two goalies brought in um, In the summer Obviously one Force because I, I think McGregor will eventually Hang up his gloves um, and then you look at the other side of it he's, he's already saying he wants two for each position That's 20 An extra one for a striker Is, you know, it gets him up to 24 in a squad I think Michael Beale's looking for Rather than the numbers that we're talking about tonight Around about the 30 I think he's looking for that 24 quality That he can count on throughout Probably a long, hard, difficult season Goalkeeping situation is the, the One of the biggest issues, I think That Sits in front of Beal at the minute you know, People always say your strikers and, and so on and so forth Your creative midfielders But the goalkeeping position is crucial You think uh, Particularly the length of time McGregor's been there The service How good he's been for Rangers And you're taking that out The the club Not just out the starting 11 Out the full club The influence then You know it's big gloves to fill uh, McLaughlin I don't think he's Covered himself in glory And McCrory we've yet to see So Bill has to get that one right It's where the foundations are Are, are, are placed and you start building On your goalkeeper and backline That's a crucial one he has to get right And I'm pretty sure he's looking at the minute uh, Who's going to bring in mm. that position I know he's he said that McCrory And mm. McLaughlin it's up for grab I don't believe it I think he's, I think he's aiming in a, a number one Elsewhere Um Kenny also mentions, you know, like James Sands, for instance. Can you see no. Rangers making him a permanent signing? No, Nothing. very no. different then from Malik Tillman scenario. Yeah, Tillman. Tillman looks a big favourite. Tillman's twenty years of age, massive potential there. Sands, I think, look, he comes in for a bit of criticism. I think he's some fans are a bit unfair on him. He's been asked to play different positions, different style under different managers. Uh, he gives his all um, Going forward I don't think James Sands will be At Ibrox under Michael Beale. I have to agree I mean he gives his all But they all give their all It's whether you're good enough or Or not good enough to play for Rangers And make an impact I don't think Sands And the games that he's played has shown that I get Daz's point And he's played a number of positions But but that's what he is He's a utility player I don't think he's played any of them particularly well you think earlier on in the season when he was playing centre half and the goals he was leading and being sent off and mistakes he was making didn't fill that void. When you see him in centre midfield, the Rangers have got better. I would I would say not a fan then. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, he, I'm sure he's a lovely guy and he gives his all though. See again if we're talking about this notion of of reducing numbers, um, the how difficult is the situation going to be with, for instance, Scott Arfield. Ryan Jack Because you can Totally understand That Maybe Maybe it is time And if you're looking to, to cut some numbers And guys that have been there For a while And are not getting any younger And are not able to Always contribute In the way that they Previously did Why They might fall into That category yeah. And I know Michael Beale Has spoken lots About this sort of The future Looking like uh, Cantwell Raskin Hadji etc I think he rhymed off A couple of players But at the same time Is there always a Always in the back of your head Just to think Well maybe you know A bit of continuity A bit of experience A bit you know Does that does that sometimes come into it? Maybe We've seen it in the past That managers love that Depends what What type your manager is 
Beal seems a very forward think manager Modern manager that I don't know if that would come into his thinking I think I know Daz will not like to hear this But I think Arfield might be the end of the line as well As McGregor As well as Davis Guys who have carried the can for a number of years for Rangers Been there through um, their, their good times um, uh, Maybe ask too much to keep chipping in when they're getting older I think it might be the end of the line for them that might be clear now. Yeah, I, I think he'll have it in his, his mind. But I'm a great believer and always will be. Um, and I'll stick up for him. There's always a place for experience in life. Just in, in life? Yeah. In general? Th- yeah. What about specifically the Rangers midfield though? That was yeah. sort of more where yeah, I was there as well. Where I was angling at that. Everywhere we go. Um, I think there's a, a place for experience <laughs> right, okay. round about the football club and to contribute in the pitch. Well, and in life. And and just to sum it up Right, <laughs> right we've, we've, uh, yeah. we've, uh, we've thought on our feet Right we've moved quickly See that last question yeah. It was too hard for you To oh, be honest right. Listen, I've got nine It was too hard And I couldn't quite figure out Why Kenny Miller wasn't on the list Because he has played for those teams So anyway Here's an easier one for oh, you too Can you name go. It's, it's oh, probably equally as hard Can you name the last eight North Americans <laughs> North To play for <laughs> oh, me the, no. Do you know where that is Get the atlas To play for break. Rangers um, so, all right, so basically USA or Canada Bocanegra No not in the last eight It's really hard Really last eight, yeah. Sands Yes Tillman Yes We yeah. spoke about both of them <laughs> Anymore um, Edu No Not within the last oh, eight um, Some Edu. of these are brutal Marcus uh, Beasley. Beasley No No ham the, the big American No the wee midfield The midfield Arfield. player Arfield <laughs> <laughs> Rhymed off all of these guys in the last five minutes. Well done. Oh, a freezer eared. Wow, now we're talking. Wow. Now Bye. we're talking. What a standard. That's four down, four to get. We'll get them next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here. We're almost done. We're working our way through this full-time teaser and we're still going to squeeze more calls in. As well, it was your question. We had a bit of a false start. I gave you one that was just too difficult for you, and I felt bad. I took it back, and we replaced it with, can you name the last eight North Americans to play for Rangers? You've got Arfield, Sands, Tillman, Fraser Aird, who represented Canada, of course. Heinemann. That's a great shout. A good shout. Do you remember his first name? Emerson. Brilliant. Well done. A student of the game. Here's another. Uh, what about the the full back? A bit chunky around about the habs. Hold on a minute, right? Where is this going? Before I'm, we get ourselves in some sort of legal I'm, dispute I'm, I'm with the guys, I'm lawyer. thinking American right back. I'm trying to describe them. Chunky round the hips. A bit, bit, you know, good, good, good city thighs. What? Are they? <laughs> um, what is wrong What an he, observation he only, that is. I can guarantee as well. Whatever name this is is going to have completely unremarkable hips. Yeah. I'm going to say Royster But it's no Royster 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 no, Royster, no Royster With Royster. the big hips um, Is it no? I used to love uh, those Remember crisps. them oh. Oh. I'm in the right line here Full back American um, Royster 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 Roy Royster Royster Troy I just don't know What you're about the Poster 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 <laughs> The right Poster Poster Am I right here? <laughs> I don't know Yes actually. but I just can't get What is, what is this comment name? About the hips? He, well, he was a he was a sort of a sturdy. I don't think he um, was. Honestly, right back, was he I not? don't know who you're talking about here. 
He played. He only was here for a wee while. He was. I was in the bath longer. Matt Polster. Polster. There is it him. Yeah, but honestly, Mark, come round here. Yeah. Right, here is a picture of Matt Polster with the most average-sized hips I've ever nah, seen. Nah, he's a bit chunky. No, he's, a bit. no but he's honestly not. I what don't know it? who you're thinking of or what is going through well, your head. It's the right one, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, his name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is, he, is he one for a teaser? Yes. You, you love your life in such a weird way. That's how you remember Polster. Polster. No, Polster. Polster. On him. He's not, hey, he looks normal to me, Gordon. Nah, if you see if him up close, he's quite slim. He's, he's happy. Very, is he? uh, he's very happy. happy. <laughs> Good anyway, shout, though. Right, leave it there. We'll get Good a couple shout. before the end. James, please, James and Drum Chapel, bring some sanity to this. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Honestly, God, Gordon, man, I'm, I'm sitting here. Daily P. Michelle and the cat, man. I get folks sitting here laughing at me, laughing at you, mate. James, Honestly, you're a Rangers fan, though. Matt Polster's hips were of yes. average size, weren't they? I wouldn't even see, man. He was an average player, man. You were going to big hips, man. Jesus, <laughs> God, man. Can you get a pair of jeans to fit him in Glasgow? Poor <laughs> <laughs> Polster, I hope he's not listening. His hips have been slaughtered, and James has just called him average. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Anyway, James, what are you thinking tonight? Apart from it's, that. Um, just obviously what Mark was saying there about he thinks that Scott Arfield will be the end of the road. Mm-hmm. For me, I wouldn't be letting Scott Arfield walk out the door. For me, I think the guy next season has got an important part to play for us and I'd be using him as an impact player. I can't think of anybody better to come off the bench the last 20, 30 minutes of a game and pop up and get you a goal. I think what the guy brings to Rangers is phenomenal for me. Um, and I just think you can't let somebody like that walk out the door. How old is he? 33? Yeah, around that, yep. Round about that. You look at what Alec Ferguson did with all the guys of a certain age at Manchester United. Give him a one year contract, keep him about. I think he's a a very, very good professional mm. football player to have about, especially the, the young kids. Um, and, he, and, he, and he knows what Rangers are about. So for me, nah, he would not be going out the door for me. Yeah, he's 34. And I, this, this is where management is difficult, Mark, because I would get all that, what James says, you know, in terms of, of, of potential impact. In terms of just a numbers game though four, five, six, seven, eight. Right now as it stands Rangers have nine players For The kind of three central midfield roles You, you could say and, and by the way you might even You could even add you know Cantwell and, and Lowry into that mix yeah. It just depends where people are playing right So I won't, I won't labour that point too much But fair enough Maybe Sands doesn't, doesn't stay And he goes out of that it's going to need to be the end of the road for someone. So I get James' point, I, but I, I get James's point, and Arfield is a fan's favourite, and he served the club very well. He's contributed thirty times a season, whether that starts or the majority of them off the bench, got goals and at important times. Um, so that's that's not lost in Rangers fans. But I, I, my point was what you were saying, Gordon, that Bill has this plan, a modernising the. Uh, Modernising Kind of revamping that midfield And not going to the same guys again Then you're right It's got to be the end for somebody It's no point in just having people Hang about the building Because They've been successful in the past And I'm sure That's not what James is saying though I'm sure No no James believes that Arfield could contribute I just think With Arfield I get get that he loves the club Would he want to go and play Would he just want Mm. to Get minutes Yeah Would he Just sit in the bench And get minutes Listen See if I was Looking at the squad And obviously That two for each position Extra striker And you'd room for One bit of experience I feel I agree with James All day long for me Because I do still think 
that he's got goals in him. Yes, he would need to accept the fact that mm. most of the time it's coming from the, the bench. This would be the question, though. W- how much time is even coming from the bench if... Just in, just mm. if it's... So if you've got Lundstrom, Kamara, don't know what's happening with Jack, you've got Raskin, Cantwell, Hadji, Lowry... How much time comes from the bench? That's I think that's what yeah, that's yeah, all that, the question is. That, that's a fair point. Um, it's like most players now, but you know you've got five subs. But and I, Benny, sorry, bear in mind you're not keeping the Arfield sitting on the bench for a cameo on free, no money at all. Michael Beale might want to take that wage and go. You know what? I've been eyeing up mm. a midfielder who's similar, who's ten years younger. Who can he, could, he could take the wage and, and be eyeing up a, a fullback or a wide man, uh, Mark. It's not just to go, and I totally take on board what you're saying. And I agree with that. What my point is, if I had one spare uh, uh, player to use in my budget, and I'm looking for a midfield player, then mm. I'm looking within the club. I would certainly go with Arfield. Listen, Davis and McGregor have been great servants, but I think they've ran mm. their time. I think Arfield still get something to offer. Generally speaking, James, though, is, is it time to, as Michael Beale was talking about today, to really try and, and trim numbers in certain areas? I think it is. I think it's time to get rid of a few people. Um, Sands would be getting sent back for me to do. Um, I don't, as much as he's, he's a Rangers player, and I'll back him 100%. He's just not going to, to be a Rangers player as much as it pains me to say that. Guys like your Stephen Davises, um, even Lundstrom, I, I, I would be letting Lundstrom go because he's going to be best on earth to uh, struggling through games. And it just, I, d- I don't know, guys, I just think the Bills, right, we do need a shake up in the summer. Um, and it will be a very, very interesting summer um, to get. Do you mean when Michael Beale says that today about the chance he's been low? Do you wish he had been a bit more optimistic, or, or do you still think that he's on the, the right page? Well, he's obviously just being honest, and that's what I like about Michael Beale. He is he's that kind of guy that you buy into what he's saying. For me, um, I, 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 I say, guys, it's it will be an interesting mm-hmm. summer. Yeah, it's so interesting. James references John Lundstrom. Is that one that you? you you probably make a decision on now though I, mean, I know players are allowed to run down their contract We might see Kent do it We might see Morelos There was all this talk about Goldson and the big drama And he ended up signing it So John Lundstrom's contract is up next summer hmm. So right now then This next couple of months Although we're talking about Arfield and Jacket Is is this actually now where Michael Beale might be looking at? Well he, surely you know the strategy The long term strategy When players get to that level in their contract You do one or two things Yeah you, you let them run it down because they're going out the door or you offer them a new one just now or or you know you get rid of them no, it's so, an interesting thing that for me Mark is see if you'd have mentioned this probably last year you'd have been shot down flames with Lundstrom I think James makes a point there about well I'd let Lundstrom go I think that a lot of people would back James's argument up now uh, obviously he's still got a lot of admirers at Ibrox of course he has that'll be an interesting one 
Mm, okay, we'll leave it there, James. I'll let you get back to thinking about Matt Polster's hips. Is that right? Uh, uh, no, it's not. I don't know. 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 I think you do have What you got two left oh. I'm, I'm, who would have thought Matt Polster would feature so heavily in yeah. tonight's show? We're looking for the last eight North Americans to play for Rangers. Some are really easy because we've just been talking about Arfield, Sands and Tillman. You've given me Emerson, Heinemann, Fraser, Aird and Matt Polster. The great answers. Two left. One doable-ish. The other one you'll just never get, quite frankly. Skinny legs by Doya. There you go. No. Whoa. Huge skinny legs. Hmm. Was he American? Is that it? Is that us done? You need two more quick? I'm struggling I thought you'd remember this one If you've remembered some of those others Think Sort of in Mark Warburton's time Loney From down south Sellerman Sellerman The boy from Arsenal Zellerman Zellerman That's not his name Zellerman that close What's his name? Z Starts with Z It does start with a Z Zellerlem Zellerlem Sorry Zellerlem Zellerlem Hey that's as good as you remember? Yeah. I do remember But there was no chance I was no. getting that one either Next one's even harder Ludicrous Ludicrous Take it away You've nah, actually got one up your sleeve Give me an actual He's a Canadian defender Who also played for Morton and Falkirk You'll never get this one This is brutal Initials L.G Oh Look at Gasparoni Anyway, thank you for joining us tonight Thanks for listening We've got the return of Kenny Miller He's been away for a couple of weeks He's back tomorrow alongside Hugh Keevans What's he got to say about this week's footballing stories We'll find out tomorrow at 6 And Callum Gallagher is up next